Welcome to the Sounds of Faith Gospel Broadcast from the Faith Baptist Church of Shelby, North Carolina with your host, Pastor J. Barry Goodman and Associate Johnny Owens. We pray that the next few minutes of old-fashioned preaching and inspiring music will exalt the Savior, encourage the saints, and evangelize the sinner. Stay tuned for The Sounds of Faith. Well, greetings, dear radio friend, and welcome to another week of broadcast right here from the Faith Baptist Church of Shelby, North Carolina. I'm Brother Johnny Owens. I'm your host here on the broadcast time on the Sounds of Faith each and every day of the week of the work week, and we're thankful that you've tuned us in again today for some more good music and another uh, message from God's infallible Word. We'll try our best to mind the Lord and try our best to... Uh, do what God would have us to do here for the next 30 minutes or so. We hope that you'll be, be blessed by the music and then, of course, may God use the Word of God to challenge us and to conform us, to change us uh, into the image of His Son. Amen. And we'll get right to it. Here's a good number from our young adult choir. I hope you enjoy an old song that says, I remember the day, amen, when the Lord saved me.
friend, then the Lord saved you. I know there's some people that can't remember the date as far as the date uh, of the week or whatever, but I believe, I just believe that if you're saved, then you can remember a place where the Lord saved you, where the Lord changed you. For me, it was September the 10th, uh, 1977, and uh, I was at the Good News Baptist Church in Monroe, North Carolina, and I wished if I knew, I've tried to Google it and I can't find it, I wish if I, uh, if someone can hear this broadcast and if you could let me know uh, if that church is still there, I have no idea. It was Good News Baptist Church, Monroe, North Carolina. Uh, Brother Earl Cook, the pastor of um, Victory Baptist Church, I believe it was, up in Salisbury, was preaching that night. And I was a 13-year-old boy, fixing to be 14. And I remember walking the aisle that night and asking the Lord to save me. And boy, I tell you, I've not always been what I should have been. But praise God, I'm not what I used to be either, friend. And I thank God for the day the Lord saved me. Well, we'd love to have you come and visit with us here down here at Faith. Oh, we're pretty much back to normal now. Of course, we people say we've never been <laughs> normal, but uh, we are having Sunday school. We are back to singing in the choir, even passing the offering plates again. Isn't that a blessing? Amen. Of course, we never stopped taking up money. Amen. We just uh, had to change our methods a little bit, but uh, we are uh, excited about the Wednesday night prayer meeting service this week. Hope you can come seven o'clock and then on the Lord's Day Sunday school is at 10 o'clock and uh, we uh, are worshiping at 11 o'clock and then six o'clock in the evening service love to have you come and visit here at the Faith Baptist Church I do not have the flyer before me I forgot it laying on my desk I'll give you the details of, but don't forget now um, uh, next week uh, next week uh, starts on Monday night, the Crossroads Rescue Mission Jubilee under the big gospel tent here on the property of Faith Baptist Church each night at 7 o'clock. Good singing, good preaching each night, and uh, we are glad to be a part of that again this year, and uh, we hope that you can come and be a part of the services. That's the Crossroads Rescue Mission Jubilee time. Amen. The uh, last, the 26th through the 30th and uh, looking forward to a good week of meeting amen all right well here's a good number from the Harris sisters I hope you enjoy them as they sing oh he's all I need amen I don't need silver
Amen. Well, he is all we need, but friend, is he all that we want? Oh, you satisfied with Jesus today? Oh, I hope that you are, because I tell you what, he is a satisfying Savior and God. Amen. Well, our truth for today, we'll take it. Uh, we're going to be looking at some truths about peace and joy this week. I think it's a uh, be a good time to focus in on that a little bit. And um, in Romans three seventeen says, "And the way of peace have they not known?" Oh, our truth for the day is simply this: Man is continuously reaching out for peace and saying peace and seeking peace while leaving God out of his plans. Oh, friend, peace on earth, goodwill toward men is still accompanied only by the presence of God. No God, no peace. No God and no peace. Hallelujah for the great truth for today. Well, that familiar music, as you hear each day on the broadcast, reminds us again it's time to pray. I invite you to do so with us today. Our Heavenly Father, today we bow before you, asking you, Lord, humbly to forgive us of our sin and for our failures. Lord, we want to say thank you for your blessings. We want to give you praise and give you glory and give you honor for all that you are and all that you've done. And God, that which you are doing even now. Now, Lord, I pray for those that may be listening to the sounds of faith today. I know there are many. And I pray, God, for each one today, whatever their particular needs are today. I know there are some that need a physical touch, I'm sure. And I'm sure there are some of those that need spiritual touch. And Lord, I pray, God, for each and every one of them today. My heart goes out to folk today that are having to live in this old world without the companionship of the Lord Jesus Christ, without that friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Lord, I pray for that one that's not saved today. Lord, I ask you, God, to give them another opportunity. I know you don't have to do that, Lord, but we're asking for mercy. God, I pray that you'd convict them again by the sweet spirit of God and I pray God this time unlike the other times maybe in the past I pray they'll turn to Jesus today accept thy son and our savior for their uh, pardon from their sin Lord I pray that you may continue to bless and have your way in the rest of the music and help us this week on the sounds of faith I pray in Jesus name Amen Well, you know, the psalmist said that he'll run to the rock that is higher than I. It's what uh, the scriptures teaches us. And uh, with that thought in mind, we're going to play a song from the Gospel Hymn Boys talking about that rock. And it says he, he's the rock 
that I'm leaning on. Amen. Hope it'll bless you today as I hear a little bit of picking. Amen. If you don't care much about him or the things he's done for you, and if his word you take for granted and you don't believe it's true, if the blood he shed on Calvary won't melt your heart of stone, he's don't criticize him. He's the rock I'm leaning on. He's the rock of my salvation. He's my refuge from the storm. In sorrow, he's my comfort. He's the reason I was born. He's the one I can depend on when all my friends are gone. So please don't criticize him. He's the rock I'm leaning on. Friend, he could be your Savior, or he could be your dearest friend. While at your door he's knocking, if you'd only let him strength and courage when you feel that you're alone. So please don't criticize him. He's the rock I'm leaning on. He's the rock of my salvation. He's my refuge from the storm. In sorrow he's my comfort. He's the reason I'm leaning on. Amen. That's the gospel hymn, boys, singing for us again. All right, today. Amen. Well, we won't hear. We, we, I told you we're trying to get back to normal here in our services, and one thing we haven't completely started back up is our orchestra. But we have getting. We're getting kind of back. Our my our two sons, uh, Jonathan and Spencer, going to play for you. Uh, a duo, a duet, or whatever you want to say it, on the saxophones before the message. Hope you enjoy them as they play for you. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus.
That's a blessing, isn't it? Amen. Well, hope you um, have a Bible handy today, and uh, uh, we're going to, I don't know how, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to call this this week. I just, um, I've got some thoughts that God's given me, and I, I gave some of them to our adult Bible class on uh, the other Sunday, our first our first Sunday school back in uh, a year. And uh, I, you know, I've just got a question for you today, and I hope I want you to really think about this question as we go throughout the days of this week. You know, we are, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of folks that are getting um, uh, having some bad side effects from the uh, vaccinations that they're taking, and uh, you know, that's you know totally up to the individual whether they want to do that or not. Personally, I'm not planning on taking that, and uh, but uh, I do have family members have done that, and I know there's some that have gotten real sick. My mother-in-law uh, spent some time in the hospital after her sec- second vaccination, her second shot. But uh, but I know there's people still fighting things, and I know that. But uh, we are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, and I believe we are we are slowly getting back to. Uh, some semblance of normality, and uh, but um, you know I got to thinking, uh, you know there's folks in our church that are no longer in our church uh, because um, COVID uh, took them out um, to heaven, and I and I grieve over that, and I'm saddened by that as I am anybody that passes away from our church family or our immediate family. And I know there's people who who are emotionally uh, struggling because of uh, what they've been through in the last year. But I got to thinking about this, and here's my question to you today. And I want you to think about it real hard before you try to uh, answer it, and even in your heart. What has this pandemic cost you? What has the devil stolen from the church in this last year? You see, you say, what What do you mean, Brother Johnny? Well, you know, I, I, you know, I know there's a lot of different opinions, a lot of different uh, uh, theories about um, the last year or so of this uh, pandemic. And I know that there are people who, who, who are good people on both sides of the issue. I'm not here to debate uh, where it came from or why it was uh, why it showed up in the in the time uh, it did. I'm not here to debate that at all. I'm here to look at the spiritual aspect of this. You know, I believe that the devil used this virus. And the fear that was propagated by the media about this virus, I believe the devil used it to try to steal our sanctuary. What do you mean, Brother Johnny? Well, you know, this is not the first time that this happened. As far as, this is not the first time the devil has tried to steal God's people's sanctuary. You go. I remember the story. You can remember the story well. In the if you've been in Sunday school as a child, you 
heard the story about the ten plagues, how how God uh, uh, used plagues to uh, get Pharaoh's attention. And our text today is we, we really pick it up about almost in the middle of these plagues. God has told Moses to go down to Egypt and tell Pharaoh to let his people go, let God's people go. And because we know that Pharaoh hardened his heart, so there was, you know, the different plagues uh, that God sent. Um, in this particular text, um, you have the uh, the plague of the flies. And uh, notice what the Bible says here, what Pharaoh says, and his compromise, uh, trying to get Moses to compromise what Moses was asking. Moses was asking the same thing God told him to ask, to let uh, people go, let God's people go. But Moses went to God, went to went to Pharaoh, and Pharaoh called for Moses in Exodus chapter number eight and verse number twenty-five. And Pharaoh called for Moses and for Aaron and said, "Go ye, sacrifice to your God in the land." And Moses said, "It is not meet so to do." For we shall sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians to the Lord our God. Lo, shall ye sacrifice the abomination of the Egyptians before their eyes, that they may not stone us? You see, what Moses was saying here is, hey, we know y'all worship cattle. We know you worship cows. And if we if we sacrifice these bullocks and these heifers, these cows uh, in the in the land, then, uh, then it's going to be an abomination to your people. God sent Moses down. Pharaoh is trying to steal their sanctuary here. The devil is, Pharaoh is a type of the devil in this text. I believe that. And I believe, as in all scripture, that, the, that Egypt is a type of the world and displayed out in God's word. But he says uh, that, hey, I'm going to, hey, you can, you can worship your God. You can worship your God. Just do it here in the land. No. He tried, he, they tried to, they, he, the Pharaoh was trying to get uh, Moses to, uh, to try to worship God in a strange land. Let me tell you something, friend. You can't worship God in the far country. You can't worship God in a strange land. And well, I tell you what, there's people today that got that has allowed has allowed this this uh, pandemic has allowed this virus has allowed uh, them to be their sanctuary to be stolen. Now we're recording this, and so it'll be on record uh, for anybody that was to uh, try to tell say that I said something that I did not say. I'm not preaching against those who are cautious. I'm not preaching uh, any. I'm not preaching to those elderly folks or those with physical infirmities already that has to be careful about every little thing. I'm not talking about that at all. But we have people that are not being careful, but they're being spiritually careless in their spiritual walk. They've got used. To watching the show, watching the live stream, they've got used to not having to get up and get dressed for church. They got used to sitting on their couch or laying around drinking their coffee in their pajamas, watching church on on the on the live stream. 
Now let me say here, we 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 did them all. I mean, we had the drive-in church, we had the live stream, and we had to do that for a while. I mean, it just uh, you know it got to where it was it was just it just it just made good spiritual sense to do that. But you know what? We've got folk that have not come back yet because they've gotten they've gotten used to not coming to the sanctuary. You know what the what does the Bible say about about faith? The Bible says, "He that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is what sin." Okay, is coming to the house of God good? The Bible says not to forsake the assembly of yourselves together. So, if you're not doing that which we know is good, is it sin? Well, the Bible says it is. The Bible says it is. So, I, I know some of you, some of you have no no, no control over because your church is still not having And I understand, hey, I understand that. There's, there's churches in our county today that's not been opened for uh, for public worship in over a year. And, hey, that's not on you, dear child of God. That's not on you. But I will say this. I will say this. We do have a responsibility to worship. We have a, we have a responsibility to gather together in the name of God as a called-out assembly to worship the Lord our God. You know, the devil is not very particular how he gets you out of church, is he? That's so he gets you out. Well, we're going to look at some more things that the devil has stolen in the days of this week, and I hope that you will be with us again tomorrow. We pray you've been blessed by today's program. You may contact us at Faith Baptist Church, Shelby, North Carolina, or at fbcofshelby.org. Thank you, and keep listening for The Sounds of Faith. Bless the sea.